It's only Wednesday, but I'm in the mood for some Saturday morning cartoons. Hey gang, welcome back to the Dorky, Geeky, Nerdy Trivia Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Rollins, and this week for episode 113, we're diving into the cartoons from Hanna-Barbera. If you're new to the show, welcome. It's a pretty simple question and answer format. I ask the questions, give you five seconds, then I reveal the answer. If you're looking for rules or a scorecard, visit the show's website, dorkygeekynerdy.com. Let's get on with it with the Dorky Round. Number one. What classic 1960 Hanna-Barbera cartoon was inspired by the Honeymooners? The Flintstones. Number two. What show featured the Hanna-Barbera characters in their own version of the Olympics? Scooby's Laugh Olympics. Number three. What show was originally supposed to be an adaptation of the radio show Jack Armstrong, the All-American Boy? Johnny Quest. Number four. In 1973, Hanna-Barbera copied the Scooby-Doo formula, but replaced the titular dog with what race car? Speed Buggy. Number five. Before going coast to coast, what superhero debuted in 1966? Space Ghost. Number six. Before appearing in Scooby-Doo three times, what sports team had their own cartoon series starting in 1970? The Harlem Globetrotters. Number seven. Plastic Man and Green Arrow made their animated debut in what show? Super Friends. Number eight. The studio couldn't afford Barbara Eden or Larry Hagman for what animated adaptation? Genie. The show did have voice work from pre-Star Wars Mark Hamill. Number nine. Between John Astin and Raul Julia, there was Linny Weinrib, who voiced the patriarch of what family in 1973? The Adams Family. Number 10. Don Messick, the voice of Scooby-Doo, also voiced the leader of what group of little blue people? 
The Smurfs. The Geeky Round. Number one, Carl Sagan was a fan of what cartoon series because of its skeptical tone? Scooby-Doo, where are you? Number two, what was the first American Saturday morning cartoon to feature a black female character? Josie and the Pussycats. Number three, what 1962 cartoon was the first show broadcast in color on ABC? The Jetsons. Number four, Scatman Crothers voiced what martial arts canine? Hong Kong Fooey. Number five. When aired on British TV, what show was renamed Boss Cat? Top Cat. There was a brand of cat food by the name of Top Cat selling at the same time. Number six. IMDb describes what show as, quote, the tender, passionate relationship between a 40-foot purple ape and his wise-cracking canine pal. The Great Grape Ape Show. Number seven, Larry Harmon played Stan and Jim McGeorge played Oliver in what 1966 cartoon? Laurel and Hardy. Number eight, what All in the Family actress voiced a teenage Pebbles Flintstone? Sally Struthers. Number nine, Catherine Bach, James Best, Sorrel Book, and Denver Pyle all returned to voice characters in what 1983 animated series? The Dukes. Number ten, what animated show reunited Penny Marshall and Cindy Williams in their title roles? Laverne and Shirley in the Army. The Nerdy Round. Number one, who sued Hanna-Barbera over the use of his name as a cartoon character? New York Yankees catcher, Yogi Berra. Number two, who originally voiced Huckleberry Hound?
Dawes Butler. Number three, what was the name of Quick Draw McGraw's alter ego? El Kabong. Number four, what was the first Hanna-Barbera show ever produced? The Rough and Ready Show. Number five, what primate was trying to escape from Mr. Peebles' pet shop? Magilla Gorilla. Number six, what was the name of Birdman's sidekick? Avenger. Number seven, what 60s series featured Xandor, Tara, and Dorno alongside their giant pets? The Herculoids. Number eight, what was the name of Penelope Pitstop's car in Wacky Races? The Compact Pussycat. Number nine, what Hanna-Barbera show was also Tex Avery's final production? The Quickie Koala Show. Number 10. Miguel de Cervantes' iconic hero was reimagined in what 1990s Hanna-Barbera cartoon? The Adventures of Don Coyote and Sancho Panda. And that's all we've got for this week's show, folks. I hope you enjoyed this stroll down memory lane. If you're a Gen Xer like me, Hanna-Barbera cartoons were a cornerstone of your childhood. We'll be back again next week with more trivia fun. Here's your clue. What four-time Grammy winner charted his first hit with only his accordion and his accordion case as instruments? A little music trivia next week from an artist I love. I hope to see you back here. This has been episode 113 of the Dorky Geeky Nerdy Trivia Podcast. The music has been by Jason Shaw at audionautics.com. I'm your host. Thanks for listening, and keep an eye on your picnic basket.